0: Hey everybody, it's Chris Nays here, your drumming pal, and this is another episode of On the Road with Thorhammer. How's it going? You guys been good? It is a beautiful Monday morning here in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm here to deliver another podcast for you guys. By popular demand, uh, this week uh, Thorhammer did not ab- was not able to get a band practice together. Um, I had a lot going on, which I'm about to get into, but uh, you know, sometimes our free time does not match up, and. Um, We just have to make the best of the time that we do get to get together. So anyway, um, we did record the last show that we played, and I have taking the time to edit together some drum videos out of those. Uh, I actually was the only person lit on stage. I I believe that I mentioned that in the last podcast, but I was uh, was able to put some drum videos together because I was actually visible. The other guys were not, and I made about a one-minute compilation video of some of the cool drum moments from the set, and you can find that on my my personal YouTube page, and that is YouTube channel Chris Nays. And uh, go ahead and check that out. Maybe that'll tide you over till the next time we get a show together. Uh, and speaking of which, the shows on the Daggett are Des Moines, Iowa, June 26. King City, Missouri, July 1st. And In Rock, Illinois, the weekend of August 25th. So make your arrangements to be at those places, and we will see you there. And of course, i will if any other shows come up, you guys will be among the first people to know about it. The only other people who would know before you are newsletter um, newsletter subscribers and all you have to do to subscribe to the Thorhammer newsletter is contact me in whatever uh, fashion you see fit and I will throw your email on the Thorhammer newsletter and of course your email will remain private Nobody on the list has to know it. I barely have to know it. I just throw it in a file somewhere. So, anyway. Once a week, you may get some Thorhammer news, links, exclusive content. Such as some of the usable audio from that show that we just did. So, go ahead and let me know if you would like to sign up for that. That. Well, without further ado, let's get into the stuff that has been going on in Chris Nays' land. Uh, let's see here. Well, this past weekend was St. Louis's Wizard World Comic Con. Lindsay and I had been planning for many months ahead of time to uh, get our costumes together. Or, as the nerds like to call it, the cosplay. Uh, I chose to go as Ripley for mailing. Now, Ripley is a female, but it is perfectly acceptable to change it up. And uh, what I did was I got. A Air Force flight suit from the Army Surplus right down the street. I also picked up some Nostromo uh, patches that I found on eBay and those are pretty readily available, so that was pretty awesome. And not expensive whatsoever. So I got those and Uh, fixed them to the flight suit, which was a simple process. And, uh, I also ordered a stuffed cat that looks like Jonesy from the first Alien movie. And I have to say, the cat was a lot more popular than I was at the Comic-Con. As we were going around, I heard many, many kids say to their parents, That guy's got a cat in his pocket. So, I was pretty happy about the uh, reception of the costume I picked. Um, I should mention, I was planning on recording at the convention with, uh, with friends of mine, but it was way too loud there's really no spot in that place to get a private you know kind of quiet room at least I didn't see any it's way too busy and we were it was non-stop action the entire time we were there anyway so I had zero time um but I digress um Lindsay was Tina from Bob's Burgers, and if you know who Tina is, if you don't know who Tina is, she is the character on the show that's the older sister, and she really likes butts. So, if you go check out Bob's Burgers, that's the character that uh, Lindsay chose to represent, and she got a lot of attention, but there wasn't a lot of people doing um, Bob's Burgers cosplay. Probably... I would say more than the alien cosplay, for sure. I only... I, I saw one Xenomorph, which is the main alien, if you didn't know that name for him. Um, or her. I saw one Xenomorph cosplay on the way out, and it was pretty low-rent, but still awesomely uh, put together and creative. They used some kind of... Uh, some tubing and... Uh, It looked like some kind of foam for the head. Anyway, uh, there is photos on my Facebook if you want to go and check out the entire thing. But um, it was super crowded, way more crowded than last year. Lindsay's pretty pretty claustrophobic, and I'm a giant of a person. So I made it a little tough, but we did what we could. Uh, Shout out to... Nick and Debbie, we uh, loved hanging out with them and going to lunch with them I got an autograph by this guy named Ken or Kenny who uh, he did most of the art for Kiss albums, the the most classic Kiss albums Um, I took my Destroyer cassette and he signed it for Super Cheap, so if you see him on any conventions or anything, that guy's super awesome, and he also did the artwork for the Rainbow album, the classic Rainbow album with Dio on it. Uh, so check that out. That guy's super awesome. They had some. Uh, they had a Back to the Future uh, exhibit there with the DeLorean. And uh, all all kinds of cool little knickknacks from that were straight replicas from the movie. Like they had, I think about nine of the, I pretty much all of the different newspapers that you see in the movie that they use as landmarks to show you where in the storyline they are. Everything from Biff hitting it big at the races to George uh, McFly found dead all kinds of stuff um, I picked up one of the light blue save the clock tower flyers and I'm, I'm going to frame that along with my USA Today uh, newspaper that I got last year that USA Today put out for the anniversary of the movie or well, no, it wasn't the anniversary of the movie. It was the day that uh, McFly traveled to. Uh, I added a Jawa figure to my collection, so that makes f- five or six of these uh, small sort of toys. They're very unique toys, and I, I rarely see them anywhere. And usually, the comic cons is the only place that I see them. But they came out around the time of Beanie Babies and they're just these cute little uh, Star Wars figurines from those. I, uh... Of course, picked up some comic books. I finally found the second trade book of one of my favorite comics ever. It's called Saga. It's, uh, fairly new and I so highly recommend looking into Saga. I mean... It's, uh, uh... a pretty spot on perfect story of uh so hard to explain but in the simplest terms i would say star-crossed lovers from two different planets that happen to meet each other and they have a baby. The baby is the one who narrates the story. And, um... It's so super creative and amazing. I, I absolutely could not recommend that any more than I have already, so please look into that. It is called Saga. And it is worth your time. Uh, I randomly picked up an some aliens anthology comics, so check those out. The Dark Horse Alien comics are... Some of them are just super cool. Drinking water for the working man. Uh, let's see here. I also picked up some independent comics I think one is called Into the Void and another is The Wild Blue or something like that and um, it's sort of a steampunk sort of thing where everybody lives in airships and the people down below are all fighting amongst each other and trying to get on to airships and get money to get on to airships and the people in, actually in there are constantly fighting and battling each other for superiority, so... That's a pretty cool comic. I think I'm gonna look more into that and see if I can get it around town. Uh, I think those guys are out of Iowa. I'm not really sure. Sorry, I don't have information. more information on that. Maybe I'll uh, update on that later. Everybody was cosplaying so strongly this year. Better than last year's. Better than the last two or three years. I don't remember how how many they've had so far. It was my first time cosplaying. I think I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna continue to do it and find creative ways to do it. I think the cat really set off my Ripley this year. And uh, St. Louis represented strong at uh, Comic-Con. So... Gotta love that. Well, uh, last night... At, well, okay, I'm recording this Monday morning after WrestleMania. So, of course, I gotta talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't like to grab too much about booking. But I will say that uh, WrestleMania was sort of disappointing booking-wise because... It seems to me that it would be the logical ending point for storylines, story lines, and then the Monday night after would be the beginning of new ones. Um, now, as I've said, I'm, I haven't seen tonight's Raw yet, so I don't know where they're going, but... there was a few different matches I would have uh, uh, I predicted differently than uh, you know I pre- tried predicting logically and uh, and logic is not where their heads are at so anyway um, I think the main highlight of the night for me was the women's three-way match I'm not particularly a fan of three-ways because they can end up being a cluster but uh they did a, a fine job of it. They uh, the thing about three way matches is they had to be constantly moving and shuffling, and uh, there can be not there there can't be very much lag time. A person can't be sitting out of the ring while the other two are fighting for too long. It has they have to have this right mixture. Uh, like I said, the finish. This was one of the ones that wasn't in my liking because. The Ric Flair Interference is Exactly the finish that they've been doing on Raw So why would I want to see that again It should be something special It shouldn't be the same thing again Um, Taker and Shane is also A highlight I wouldn't say the entire match was great But Shane's huge jump off of the cage. It seemed, the cage seemed like it was way taller than when Cactus did it, or than when uh, Mick Foley did it a long time ago. It was just, I didn't, I was watching it with Lindsey's brother and Lindsey. Lindsey's brother doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, so it was kind of cool to get his perspective and see what he thought about some of the things that were happening. And I was telling him, like, I don't see him jumping off the top, and I thought of that all the way up until, you know, why, why would they do it again? But then you saw why he would do it again, because he's completely insane and it's much higher, um, at least a few feet higher. It, it seemed like maybe even more than that. But by God, he did it. And... Um, it was pretty sweet. Some, uh, I really think a lot of this mania centered around nostalgia. Uh, in the in the Battle Royal, Tatanka showed up out of nowhere, and Diamond Dallas Page. I, I, you know, of all the people that are in Texas, they picked Tatanka. It was so. So weird. This is some head scratching shit on Mania this this time around. Uh, particularly the Rock coming out with it looked like a t shirt gun, and we were joking that it was like, "Why is he a t shirt gun?" And, and I thought it was a confetti gun for a second. And then he lights it up, and it's a flamethrower. And he just lights this this sign that says "Rock" on it, and he just lights it up, and then. And then Jimmy says to me, like, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I have no idea what is happening. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's centered around nostalgia. Uh, Austin Cactus and HBK all came out. And uh, it was pretty sweet. I really enjoyed that little segment. Uh, it was cool to see all those guys. Uh, I'd say overall, I liked it. I liked the uh, first half more than the second half, and you know maybe my gripes would center around how long it was. I barely got any sleep yesterday. I'm part of the reason I'm doing this podcast now is because I'm I need to keep my brain busy until I actually have to go to bed or I should go to bed. (laughs) But uh. I would say one of the negatives is the length of the show. It was oh shit! The pre-show started at four, and the show got over at ten forty-five or something like that. So, and the pre-show had includes a couple matches. So, you know, if you want to see everything, you got to watch it for close to seven hours or something like that, which is completely ridiculous. Um the main events a wash, I you know. I'm not particularly fond of what either of those guys are putting out these days, so it is what it is. Some of the promos and finishes are pointless because the storyline goes nowhere and then what you know. Where where does it end? Where does it begin? Who knows? It's anybody's guess. I know it sounds like I'm just complaining about wrestling and that's what a lot of people do. But um mania is the mania is the one time of year that I really I want to lo- I want to love it. And I try to love it. And I try to let go and just be happy about it, and while I'm watching the show, that's mostly the case. But then, after, when I think about everything that I just watched and where it's going to lead, possibly, it gets me frustrated with it again. I'm not, I'm not, you know, 12 years old anymore. Just watching it to watch it. I, I watch it because I've i invested time, and I feel like I should get some return on that time. When it comes to Mania, the biggest show of the year, I should get some awesome return. And if I don't, then maybe you guys will hear about it. Um. Another huge plus, though, is that they changed the title of the Divas Championship to the Women's Championship, long overdue. Um, they titled it Divas in an era when it was mostly supermodels trying to wrestle, and now it's people who are competent in wrestling. They just happen to be female. They just happen to be women. And God damn it, it deserves to be called Women's, not Divas. Steve, sounds stupid, and the butterfly belt looked like shit. You done hearing me rant? All right, guys. I got a cool, uh, live track to, uh, play for you guys. Sorry about the garbage truck that just pulled up behind me. (laughs) It's the joys of recording in my Jeep, guys. I don't want to wake up my, uh... My girlfriend, my housemate, I have more respect for her than that, you should too, alright guys, here's your track, Tim, you know what to do, you know what to do, and you start the thing right now, start it!